My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Can I give you guys a little tip? Just just one little tip on growing your business. If you want to make money in the online space, this is like the biggest breakthrough I'm ever going to share with you, okay? So make sure you write it down. You want to make money in the online space, you need to provide so much value. (laughs) It's that simple. Really, no joke. If you're out there, whether you're a coach, a network marketer, an online entrepreneur, however you identify yourself, you need to focus your heart and your soul and your number one attention on serving your audience with the most value possible. This is something I learned early on in my business. And as I started to step into this, my business exploded. When I focused on providing value and giving my audience what they truly needed, what they were truly craving to solve their problems, I never had to worry about money ever again. There's a saying Tony Robbins says that's always on my heart. When you focus on serving people, you never have to worry about money a day in your life. And so when I started showing up in my business and I was just worried about money and stressed out and wasn't sure where I was going to find my next check, I had a really hard time focusing on service. But now, now I know this is my number one secret to creating success. Focusing on service has allowed my business to expand, my following to grow, my email list to blow up because I'm always asking myself, how can I provide more value? And one of the ways that's really helped me do that, and you're going to hear from that in today's episode, is by providing free value and not just stuff that clients have to pay for. So this podcast has become a really beautiful platform for me to just teach you guys as much as I possibly can to give you free shit as often as possible. My private secret Facebook group is another place where I add a ton of value. And in today's episode of the Badass Business Podcast, you're going to hear an audio recording from a training I did in that group called Three Things to Make Bank in Your Business. Uh, Coaches, listen up. This episode is going to be groundbreaking for you. I really spend a lot of time coaching coaches. And even if you're not a coach, listen to this episode. Coaches especially feel like they have to talk to everybody, and sometimes they end up feeling like they're not getting clients. They're sharing content, they're doing Facebook Lives, they're sharing on their Instagram, and they just keep hearing crickets, and they keep getting that objection of, I can't afford it, whenever they have a conversation about sales. So in today's episode, you're going to hear from me what I think are the three things that every coach has to do in order to make bank in her business. Why are we talking about coaches so often in this podcast lately? Well, here's the deal. My coaching mentorship, my favorite program, my two-month intensive is open. We're having amazing success. Tons of beautiful women are stepping into that program. Every single girl who's gone through this course has nothing but amazing things to say. 
This is a group coaching style program and you're going to hear about it in the ad. So I'm not going to, you know, banter at you right now and tell you all of the things, but I'm seriously obsessed with this program. And I want to make sure that every coach out there, no matter where she is in her business, she gets the support that she needs to create the money that she desires. So this program is my heart and soul when it comes to helping those coaches out there. So even if you're not a coach, listen to this episode. We're going to dive in three things to make bank in your business. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by The Coaching Mentorship. Every year I run this program and it changes lives. My number one reason for designing The Coaching Mentorship, well, there's probably a couple. Number one, one one-on-one coaching is expensive and there are a lot of girls out there who want to create freedom coaching businesses for themselves but they don't really know where to start and they don't have the wherewithal to hire a coach. This program is everything that I needed when I was growing my coaching business. I cover topics like how to brand yourself, how to market yourself online, how to have sales conversations, how to grow a tribe, build a community, gain a following, everything that you need to know about how to grow a successful coaching business, whether you're a relationship coach, a health coach, a spiritual coach, a life coach, is in this program. So when you have some time, if you're that girl who's super hungry to grow her coaching business, go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash coach, or you can click the link in the show notes. I promise you this program is everything that you need to get your business off the ground and into a beautifully free financial space. Enjoy this episode. Hello. Hello, you guys. I'm back. It's always so funny when I'm away And then I come back for the first time to do a live, like in my office, I feel like I have a whole new space. Like, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I'm working for long periods of time in my office, I get like sick of the environment. And then I step away for like, I don't know, like a week or whatever it is when I'm on vacation, I come back and I'm like, oh, I'm in my office. And like, suddenly I love it because I've had that time for like a little bit just to step away. So I am back and I feel really good about my space. So super excited to be here. Hello, Heather. Hello, princess. Hello, Lindsay. Let's talk. Let's have an open conversation. I am so fucking pumped to give you the training that I'm about to offer you guys today. Hello. Welcome. I have so many new women in this group. We actually have 40 Facebook requests to join this group that have not yet been approved. Um, this group is popping. It is amazing. Okay. Let's have a conversation. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm just feeling so good. Like I feel like the last couple of weeks have been fucking huge in my business. It's been so beautiful. Hi, Tammy. Oh, you guys are awesome. Hi, Ashley. I, I feel like we go through this pattern of, of our businesses. I'm just going to share this with you. We go through this process where there are ebbs and flows, right? All the time, ups and downs, ups and downs all of the time. 
And the ups feel really incredible and the downs fucking suck, but the downs are actually where you grow. The ups are just the result of what happened when you were in your down. So when you're feeling this low vibration or this frustration or this overwhelm or whatever it is, that's the time of your business where everything's going to change to get you to the next level. So the next time you feel a low vibration in your business, like take some deep breaths, know that you are safe and supported and celebrate it because it's the moment that's going to shift you and grow you if you allow it to. Okay. It's not what happens to us. It's the meaning we give it, right? So we could look at these terrible, difficult times and give it meaning that things are hard, or we can give it meaning that, Hey, my business is about to explode, right? Things are awesome. So let's have a conversation today. Again, register for the five-day challenge. It's free. The link is in the bio. But today I want to talk to you guys about what I feel are the three pieces of what stops us from shifting into making money in our business. And we all experience some resistance in each of these three categories at any given time. I feel for myself, I can look at this list that I'm going to share with you guys today and know with 100% certainty that every single piece of evolution in my business, whether I was going to $200 a month, $2,000, $20,000 a month, whatever the milestone was, in some way, shape, or form, I was healing one of these three categories that I'm going to share with you guys today. And it's really important to remember that as a coach, I, I can't tell you how, how much I mean this. Like I cannot hammer it in hard enough. The inner work that you do directly impacts the revenue that you receive. If you want to make more money in your business, if you want to receive more clients, if you want to grow your launch strategy and and sell out programs or sell out your one-on-one, whatever it is that your main objective is right now in your business, the answer to that is healing yourself all the fucking time, right? In my Coach to Cash mentorship program, I teach women how to have the strategy around growing the coaching business, the step-by-step process to shifting into breakthroughs with your clients when you coach them or to marketing yourself the right way in the online space. I cover all of that. But what's really important to know, that coaching mentorship, a big piece of what I get to work with those girls one-on-one with is their ability to heal their old stories, the feelings that they can't do what it is that they want, the resistance around whether or not they're good enough to receive what they want. And in these three pieces I'm going to share with you guys, if you, if you rank yourself, like piece of advice as we go through this training, rank yourself on a scale from one to maybe five five being the most painful, that this is the area you know you're struggling with. At any given point in your business, you need to identify what is the inner resistance that I'm experiencing to get me to the next level and what can I do to heal that? Okay, so let's have a conversation. You guys ready? Like 10 minutes into this, I'm like, okay, now let me tell you all of the things. Now let me share the secrets with you because I love to talk to you guys. Okay, so number one, this is one of the biggest pieces that stops us from receiving money in our business. Now, we can be egoic and we can think we know it all and we can think our shit's amazing and that we rock and that we're so super awesome and that anybody would love to work with us. But if we have any fear around, number one, write it down, not knowing enough, we have a problem. We have a really big problem in our business. Some of us out there are the smartest fucking people at what we do. We are so knowledgeable. We are so educated. We are so awesome. But if you have any fear, that little voice in the back of your head that says, you don't know enough, 
aka the voice that says you don't have enough to give or you're not good at what you do or who are you to teach this or people aren't going to listen to what you have to say. All of those thoughts, right? Those, those thoughts of like limiting belief that come to push on you and press you and, and make you feel like shit. All of those at the root of them are this fear that I, I don't know I'm not enough, right? I'm not enough. And that I'm not enough mindset structured around your knowledge can be a huge roadblock in creating business in, or pros, prosperous business, right? Because if you feel like you don't know enough, no matter how many people love the posts that you share on your Instagram or your Facebook, you're not going to be showing up in an energy of being an educator. And nobody as in the coaching space Nobody is going to work with you unless you feel in in your energy space, like in this little bubble of what you give out, your vibes, unless they can feel like you're an educator. See, like all of you guys, when I do these posts and I do these videos, I always think to myself, what do I want to help people do, right? This is the first question I usually ask, like, what do I want to help people do? Well, I want to help them make money in their coaching businesses, right? So then I ask the second question, how can I teach that? And I put it into a system and a strategy that makes sense, a step-by-step process, because I need you guys to know that I'm a fucking educator, right? I'm going to teach you something. Being inspirational is great, but at the end of the day, I have to educate. And when any person out there is trying to educate their followers, their audience, their tribe, and they don't know how to feel confident in what they know, no one's going to step into that space of potentially working with them and saying, Oh yeah, I want that because education is a direct presupposition to a result, right? If I'm going to educate you and teach you all the things, like Stephanie is in one of my high level mastermind programs and she knows this, I'm going to teach you all the things, right? I need to be able to teach you so that you can get a result. And if my audience doesn't feel like I'm an educator, there's an issue. And if my audience doesn't feel like I'm an educator, that's probably because I don't feel confident as an educator. So how do we heal this? This is a great question, great step in the right direction. And again, I need to mention this to you guys. At any given point in my business, I have felt resistance around my ability to feel confident in my knowledge, right? I have. There have been times where I have gone so deep into the comparisonitis journey of looking at everyone else's content and what every other coach was doing out there and thinking to myself, oh my God, her content is so fucking good. I can't compete with that. And I would automatically push myself down and say, you don't know enough, right? I would bully myself with those limiting belief thoughts. So there were a couple of things I had to do to get to the next level of feeling worthy enough to actually lead and educate people. I needed to heal my ability to feel like I was a strong influencer slash educator. So what I did in this educating piece to heal this was I sat down and I asked myself, number one, why I am an amazing teacher. Why am I an amazing teacher? And I thought about the qualities and characteristics that I had that made me feel like I was really, really good at teaching people something. And I thought about things all the way back to when I was in high school and people used to come up to me and say, you give such great advice, you should be a therapist, right? <laughs> You're so amazing at, at helping people, you should teach other people how to do that, right? And I anchored in to every reason and every experience I had that made me feel like I was a good educator. On top of that, I asked myself, what 
pieces of my journey of learning made me a fucking rock star and a book of knowledge. So I sat down and I wrote out what are all of the things that I've done that have allowed me to feel like I am a fucking incredible educator. So I thought about the books I read. I thought about the audio trainings I studied. I thought about the videos I watched on YouTube. I thought about the Tony Robbins events I've gone to. And when that list was short, and it didn't make me feel 100% amazing, I asked myself, what do I need to do now to really feel confident in my education? What new programs do I have to invest in? What new trainings do I have to dive into? Guys, you have one now. The Coach to Cash Challenge is here and it's free, right? So I found everything that I could to support the evidence that I was an amazing educator because I needed to heal my old story of not being a good one in order to attract clients. Does this make sense, guys? Can you give me a like or a heart if you feel aligned and get this piece of the puzzle? A lot of us want to be coaches because we feel like we really want to help people, but then we don't feel like we're actually capable of that, right? So we really need to make sure that this is something that we're truly correcting. Great. Love the hearts. Hi, Bria. Hi, Vitaly. Melissa. Okay. So this is out of the way. Another piece of this narrative that I just want to share with you guys, just so you understand that at every single level, you're healing these things. So just recently, this was back in, um, I would say maybe June, probably June, I set this goal that I was going to reach a new financial milestone. And immediately I felt this little ego voice go, yeah, fucking right. Good luck. Right? Like you can't do that. That's crazy. And so because I felt this old story as I like, Flop my nose because it's cold in here. So the, the minute I felt this fear of like, I can't reach that goal, I had to look at this list I'm sharing with you and figure out where my resistance was. And the biggest piece where I was resisting was my knowledge. I felt like I was comparing myself to so many other women out there in the coaching world doing what I was doing who, to me, I thought were smarter than me and better than me. And I immediately felt like I couldn't do it. So I sat down with my list, that second list I shared with you, and I said, What are all the pieces of education that make me really fucking worthy of being able to receive this income and attract all of these clients to create this income? And I think it was this moment of clarity where I was like, holy fucking shit. Of every single person in the online space, I am the one who's done X, Y, and Z. And on those things was my investment with Tony Robbins. The fact that I'm a platinum partner and I'm doing a year-long intensive with Tony Robbins himself. That for me was like, holy fuck, you are a boatload of knowledge. Everyone should want to work with you because you have so much information and so much worthiness to give, right? So not everyone has to turn around and go invest $100,000 into a Tony Robbins experience. That's not what I'm saying. Go to the bookstore and get, go, to, go to the library and get a bunch of books on the topic that you study. Go invest in a training. Go YouTube, all of the stuff. Take notes. Make it your own Um, personal school, right? Put yourself in school. And a lot of school now with social media and the online space and YouTube and Google is free. So study to become that boatload of knowledge where you feel 100% confident in what you teach people. Okay, number two. You ready for number two? The second thing you need to heal so you can step into your freedom and make a shit ton of money in your business, you need to heal your ability to feel worthy. Okay, now to feel worthy of something. Now, this is this is probably where everybody gets stuck because for me, I can just speak from experience. When I tried to heal this, I did have this feeling of like, I 
want to make fucking money. I want to be money. I want, I want to, I want to be abundant. I want to make money. I want to feel wealthy, right? I wanted all of those things. And if I were to ask myself, if I was like, well, do you feel worthy of that? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I feel worthy. But I said that from a place of anger. And I said it in the space of like, I don't have what I want and I want it, right? And it was almost the sense of like, um, I don't want to say resentment, but like disappointment, right? And that's not what sprouts worthiness, right? What sprouts worthiness is this feeling of love and this feeling of certainty and joy around what you're going to create for yourself. When you feel worthy of something with 100% certainty, there's no reason for anger, right? If you feel like I am 100%, I'll give you an example outside of business because I think this will really help you. If I said, and Stephanie says she's having some truth bombs here, love it. Bring on the truth bombs. Bring on all the things because this is so fucking important. And we think that strategy is like the number one solution to solving our problems and it's just not. Like it's all this inner work. So I don't know where I was going with that, but there was a really important piece of something I was teaching you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So this feeling of worthiness, if, if we take a different example outside of business and we just say, okay, uh, trying to lose weight. And every time you get on the scale, you are to work so hard. You're like thinking these thoughts. Oh, this is so fucking annoying. This is so difficult, right? Like, oh, I can't every fucking time I get on the scale, it's never where I want to be. And that's anger. Do you honestly think that that person feels worthy of their weight loss? No, they feel resentful, frustrated, disappointed, totally aggravated, totally disaligned. Do you think that person's going to get their result? Absolutely not. Unless they get into a place where they're so angry that they, they make a change, right? But the change they have to make is in their mindset. So if I feel worthy of my weight loss, I align with the joy that that outcome is going to create. And I show up every day feeling excited to step on the scale and celebrating my victories. And when I don't get a good result, I don't go into a space of being angry and I don't say, oh, this isn't working. I, I try everything. This isn't working. I go, okay, next week will be better because I'm worthy of this and I know it's coming. See, worthiness breeds certainty. And if you don't feel worthy and deserving, there's a piece of you that doesn't feel certain that you can create the life that you want. And maybe you're in this place, this falls under this category where your inner critic or your ego is saying, well, she can have it and she can have it. And I know it's possible, but it's not possible for me, right? And maybe I can't create this. And that's where the certainty or the lack of certainty starts to diminish your ability to create success. That's where your inner critic wins. When you are worthy and deserving of something, whether it's something as simple as I want to receive one new client or as complex as I want to create six figures in a month. If there's any part of you that doesn't feel certain or worthy and the ability to receive that, then it's not going to happen. It's absolutely not going to happen. Now, this inner critic, just to explain this to you, where you have this piece of not feeling worthy or deserving, or you have this lack of certainty in your ability to be successful, this inner critic actually comes from old narrative and old conditioning in your, your youth when you grow up. 90% of what you know about success and business and fulfillment happens between the ages of two and probably 18 or so. You are a subconscious sponge and you're absorbing all of these life experiences and all of these moments of life and you're giving them meaning. So for me, I had no idea how to feel worthy of creating 
uh, $10,000 months. I didn't. And that was because I was conditioned as a kid to believe that money was hard to come by, that you always lived within your means, that you always struggled, that you couldn't have what you want. And because I had these limiting beliefs, there was no way in hell I could uh, certainty align, right? To be certain and align. There was no way I could do that with the concept of creating a 10K month because the concept of creating a 10K month wouldn't, it would solve problems. It would make me feel abundant. It would make me never worry about money. It would make me feel fulfilled. It would make me feel like making money was easy. If I believed the thought that I could have 10K months, I'd have to correct all of my subconscious conditioning. And that's what I had to do. I had to remove that level of of old story that was holding me back, right? That limiting belief that I couldn't have what I want. So when we don't feel worthy, again, rank yourself on a scale of one to five, five being this is a serious problem. When we don't feel worthy, we don't feel like we're giving ourselves enough love and enough confidence and enough um, credit for, for what we are and what we have to offer in the world. And the piece of, of this, the other egoic thought that we have is like, I'm an artist and I'm really passionate about what I do. I can't make money doing that because we're conditioned to believe that we can't make money doing what we love or we can't make money with something that feels really easy. And so our job is to correct that old thought. So for this piece of the puzzle, if you're struggling here, and give me some likes or hearts if this is something you guys get. We don't feel worthy. When we don't feel worthy, we resist what we truly want, right? We end up holding ourselves back. So for this area of, of business, this area of healing to create more money in your coaching business, you want to sit down and you want to ask yourself, what do I need to believe in order to feel like I can receive what I want to receive? What do I need to believe in order to receive? Really simple, really simple reflection. And that'll open you up to realizing that 90% of what you sta- what you, what's standing in your way of creating what you want is your stupid belief that you can't have it. Your fucked up story that it has to be hard. Your limiting belief that you can't achieve what you want. And it's all shit. So... All those things, they got to go. Like, I'm all about doing all the things, but those all the things have to disappear because they're not fulfilling you. They're not making you happy. They're holding you back from what you want. Okay. Finally, number three, the third thing that we need to do to heal in order to make money in our coaching business, we need to start believing that we can lead people. Now, hear me out on this. This is really important. Your ability to hold safe space for your client is vital in your ability to make money. Your ability to hold space, safe space is vital in your ability to make money. And here's what this means. If, I, if I'm trying to receive a client and I don't know how to hold space for her to make her feel certain and safe and significant, then I can't effectively coach that client. This is something I I teach in my coaching mentorship program. This is something you'll learn a little bit about in the five-day challenge that's free, so make sure you swipe that link up there and go ahead and enroll. But if I can't hold that safe space, she's not going to feel certain enough to actually trust me to go on the journey. And this ability to hold safe space, to make someone come into your coaching contract and say, wow, I trust you. I believe I'm going to get a result. I'm 100% certain that you're the person to do that for me. All of that is wrapped up in your ability to feel confident as a leader. 
that mama bear energy, right? We all need a little bit of that mama bear in our life. And when I attract clients into my programs and into my coaching, one of the things that I always focus on is making sure I'm holding that safe space where they feel excited and they feel ready and they feel certain. And I'll be honest with you guys, I needed to learn how to do that over time because in the beginning of my business, I was insecure about leading people. And so even when I got a client, I had this fear in my head thinking like, oh, can I actually get them their result? Is this actually going to work? Are they, are they going to like me? What if they don't like me, right? And like that egoic thought, those stories that just play in our head were really what was keeping me from actually creating the beautiful revenue in my business that I was trying to achieve. Because when people came in, I immediately went into that people-pleasing space of like, I need this person to like me. I need them to feel like like they love me, like I'm so cool. And we know this from high school. <laughs> I call this the Lindsay, okay? This was like, I've, I shared this months ago, probably a year ago in my coaching business, and I have to share this with you. I call this the Lindsay because in high school, there was a girl named Lindsay who was exactly this way. Now, Lindsay, when we do the Lindsay in our businesses, we try to please everyone. So Lindsay was the girl in high school where she would go into every little clique and pretend that everything that that clique liked was like something she liked. And she just tried to get liked by everyone. And she agreed with everything that everybody said. And she pretended that she knew everything that everybody was talking about. And she was just in this people-pleasing mindset. So the Lindsay is like the last thing that we want to do in our businesses But it's often the first thing that we do because we just want to make people happy and we don't want to be judged and we don't want negative feedback. And so when we're trying to do the Lindsay, we're actually failing our businesses. And how many of you guys do the Lindsay? Can I just get like, give me a like, are you doing the Lindsay? Because I'm going to fucking crush you. Like you cannot do the Lindsay. When we try to be liked by everyone and we try to act like we know all the things and we do all the things and we're so connected to everyone, we are resisting specificity and as a result we resist attracting our client because we're so afraid of going specific we're so afraid that they're not going to like us if we're too specific and when we get a one-on-one client and we're trying to please them we're not creating result and also on an even deeper level if you're trying to please everyone you're going to resist clients because no one is going to feel safe with you when you waver in your belief No one is going to feel safe with you when you waver in your belief, okay? This is super fucking important. So when you're fearful of being a leader and you have this limiting story that you can't lead and you can't mentor and you can't guide and like who's going to listen to you and no one's going to trust you and why do you have anything to give? This is kind of connected to that first piece that we talked about, right? When you don't know how to effectively lead people and hold space for people, your business is going to flop. So what we have to do here, I'm going to be real, real clear with you going back to this high school story. What we have to do here is we need to heal our old stories with our peers. Just like we had to heal our old stories with our parents, we need to heal our old stories with our peers. See, I was a girl that was really bullied growing up. And I remember in middle school, boys used to make fun of me so much. And then girls didn't want to be associated with me because the boys were making fun of me. And it was this vicious cycle where... I remember one time these girls who I thought were going to be my friends for like a week, I thought I was going to be part of the popular crowd. They all wrote me letters telling me that they didn't want to be friends with me for whatever reasons. And I was always outcast. So why does this matter? Well, because it fucking sucks. (laughs) 
<laughs> and all of us struggle with this in some way, shape, or form. I was really, really alone and grew up without friends. I had a really hard time keeping friends. So when I tried to run a business where I was supposed to create tribe and create community and lead people in a group, I was so uncomfortable. The thought of leading people, the thought of guiding people, the thought of nurturing a community, holding space for a big amount of people, right? I was so scared. I was so scared. So even when I launched these programs back in the day and I was trying to hold space for like 20 people, 30 people, I would attract like one or two because I was petrified that if I got a large group of people together, they weren't going to like me. So no matter what happened, no matter how hard I was working, I was resisting the growth of my business because I was so afraid of that rejection. And this, my friends, is the greatest thing that we need to heal. Our ability to hold space for people, our ability to be a community leader, our ability to hold space for strangers, essentially. Like all of you guys in this group, you're my friends. I love all of you guys, but I had to do a lot of work around that, right? I had to start to believe that I wasn't going to get hurt and that when I showed up to serve I and, and showed up with love, that I would always be safe and that I would never reach a point where I got hurt. And even though there's these spots of the journey, these steps where, you know, you do get rejected and you do hurt, you get hurt and you, you cry sometimes. Like if you guys saw my Instagram last week, like I was fucking bawling. I went through a really, really big moment where old stories came up, but I have to heal. Just like I said, at any level of my business, I'm always healing something in these three categories. I'm always doing some work in these three spaces. And this piece, this leadership piece is all deeply rooted in how you remember growing up with your peers. If there was rejection, if there was bullying, if you felt like you didn't have friends, this is where we resist. So you want to be able to take a deep, dark look at this and be able to say, hey, what happened to me in my past does not dictate my future. And you have to heal your old story. And one of the greatest ways we do this is by redefining and redesigning ourselves. We need to believe with 100% certainty that we are enough, that we are worthy as we are, that we don't need to change anything. And sometimes that feeling of worthiness and that feeling that you can lead and guide people is created by choosing to redesign yourself. You know, there's this great saying that Tony Robbins has, and I always quote him because he's been such an influence in my life. He says, Tony Robbins didn't exist. I fucking designed him. And so that's something I tell my clients. I say, Lauren and Liz did not exist. I, I designed this person and defined her. I decided who she was going to be. I made the active decision to change who I was and shift into that powerful position where I was going to be a fucking leader and I was going to be confident in myself every single day. And that's the choice that you have to make. And that's a choice. You decide that. You decide that you're going to show up every fucking day in this place of certainty and confidence and decision making and that you are enough no matter where you are in your business. You are enough. Not you 20 months from now or 20K from now. You are enough right here. And that decision to shift into that belief changes everything in your business. So... Your job today, your homework assignment, this training for you guys, whether you're a coach or not, look at these three pieces. 
healing your ability to feel like you're knowledgeable, healing your ability to feel like you're worthy, and healing your ability to feel like you're a fucking leader. Those three pieces, rank yourself on a scale of one to five, decide where you are right now, five being I have to heal this because it's so bad, and one being like I'm number one in here, I'm rocking this, I I feel certain in this area of my life, and you're going to heal it. You're going to do the inner work, you're going to do the journaling, you're going to look at it. Mwah! I love you guys. This was awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And for all of you guys who jumped on midway, this was one of the most powerful trainings I've done in quite a while, quite a while in this group. So please make sure that you go back and watch this from the beginning. I want to help all of you guys. It's going to be so good for you. So just go back and start from the beginning. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Still sticking around, you guys? Thanks so much for listening to the Badass Business Podcast. I just adore every single review that we get. This following has exploded over the last couple of months, and it's just incredible for me to keep showing up and sharing value. I adore all of my listeners, and I love hearing from you. I think I'm going to start sharing some reviews on the podcast series. So if you're still listening, I know you're still listening. Go to your iTunes account and please leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you loved about the episode. And I think next week I'm going to start reading some. I'm going to do like the review of the week, so to speak. (laughs) Please leave us a five-star review. Come take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Do all of the things. Let me hear you. I am just so honored to be serving you guys on a regular basis. And I'll see you on the next episode.